following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Live from Ferg's Restaurant and Sports Bar next to Tropicana Field in Tampa, Florida, it's our Tigers opening day roadshow presented by the Sorry Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant and the Michigan Sports Network. On our live broadcast from Florida, we'll talk about the Tigers season opener against the Rays and the first weekend of the 2023 baseball season. Now, let's go to sunny Florida and the huge one, Bill Simonson. Thank you, Mr. Eric Zane, with the opening as our road show is down in St. Petersburg, Florida. We're outside of Ferg's. It's it's a destination, man. Uh, sports, music, uh, the games. Uh, if you're in the Tampa St. Pete area, not just for opening day with the Rays and the Tigers tomorrow and the weekend baseball Tigers and the Rays Saturday and Sunday. Pre-game, during the game, after the game, especially tomorrow opening day. Anybody listening in Michigan, you know anybody who's down here in the Tampa St. Pete area, maybe along the Gulf Coast. Uh, tell them to head to Ferg's before and after the game uh, tomorrow. Sold out. Huge crowd. Matt Shepard and Craig Monroe will be on the Valley Sports Detroit TV broadcast. And also Shep is joining us uh, here at Ferg's, just behind Tropicana Field, the home of the Tampa Bay Rays in the major leagues. And Matt Vierling from the Tigers will join us coming up in a moment. I think Matt is standing by. Uh, Matt, welcome to the huge show across Michigan. Hey, how you guys doing? Doing. Uh, we're here with Matt Shepard, the TV voice of Valley Sports hey, Detroit. Yep, just saw each other over there at the open practice. Good to see you again, Matt. Yep, yep, good to talk to you. Uh, what's it been like for you, Matt, uh, the move to Detroit uh, from the minute you heard the news to where we are on the eve of opening day? What about the adjustment and what about this Tigers team? Yeah, no, it, it's been a whirlwind, really. Um Kind of when it all happened, it was a little shocking at first, but once the kind of all that settled, um, just got pretty excited for the opportunity and um, just kind of ready to go, ready to get started. Uh, put in a lot of good work in opening day and or, uh, in the spring training, and uh, just excited to get to opening day tomorrow. Um, the team's looking great, guys. Great, great vibe in the clubhouse. So excited. Matt, you and I have talked a lot while you're in Lakeland, and we just talked a little bit there in the open practice. What's the impact you get a sense that you and Nick Maton have made on this team? Because it seems it seems very close, very together. Yeah, I mean, just kind of off the field or in a locker room, just trying to be friendly with the guys, be talkative, kind of just be around all of them, and, and, and they've all been great, uh, welcome, welcome us in and, and everything like that. So we're just trying to bring a good vibe and, and bring some good energy every single day, and that, that seems to have some good reviews from the guys. I think everybody likes when the energy's picked up a little bit. Matt Verling from the Tigers, uh, he will be their uh, left fielder opening day tomorrow against the Rays. You can hear Matt Shepard uh, with the call on Valley Sports Detroit. Matt joining us. We're just behind Tropicana Field. He's just wrapping up practice and the media. Uh, so, Matt, uh, who's impressed you the most? That maybe you didn't know about this Tiger. You'd heard the name, came across them through you know minor league baseball, through uh, games you've seen. Uh, who really has caught your attention on this Tigers roster that We'll see tomorrow on opening day. Yeah, I guess for me, I mean, all the guys have looked great. Um, and I know I've played against a lot of them throughout the minor leagues. I played against a good chunk of the guys that are on the team right now. 
in double A when I was in Reading with the Phillies, and they were in Erie. Um, but the one guy that really impressed me so far has been Riley Green, just on and off the field, great guy off the field. Kind of, kind of surprising how young he is, um, and then on the field too. He, he's been incredible just in spring training and seeing how it works. So um, excited to get going with him and, and see what see what he can do this year. People should recognize. I mean, Matt Verling was an outstanding player at Notre Dame, but he also pitched at Notre Dame. A little bit of a closer there with the Irish. Do you miss that at all? Do you miss pitching in that type of moment? Uh, not really. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I do. I, I liked it, but at the same time, uh, it's hard to do both. Like you see a guy like Otani, what he's doing, it's just mind blowing to me. Because um, when I tried to do both in college, it was so hard to kind of manage having your arm feel good and, and also, you know, playing the outfield and infield. It was just a lot to handle. But, uh, no, I, I don't miss it a ton, but uh, I'd love to get back up there here, you know, one of these days and kind of let it rip. But, uh, but no, yeah, that was definitely uh, part of my game in college for sure. Yeah, and that South Bend spring weather was just perfect for <laughs> your arm in yeah, baseball really at, no- at Notre Dame, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah just the, the, really club, the club med yeah. there. Yeah, it's beautiful. That 80-degree weather in March and April there in South Bend, Indiana. Matt Veerling of the Tigers joining us. Uh, We're here in St. Petersburg, just behind Tropicana Field. Matt's wrapping things up. Uh, Before we let you go, uh, the most impressive arm you've seen in terms of pitching uh, on the Tigers that will be on that opening day roster tomorrow. Who has that been, either just in simulated games, exhibitions, uh, workouts, uh, a pitching arm you really like, Matt? Um, yeah, I mean, a couple guys that I really like watching pitch uh, just just from this spring. I love watching Eduardo Rodriguez pitch. I think he's such a good pitcher. The way he goes about his business too, and I really like watching Alex Lang pitch too. I think he's I think he's going to be pretty exciting for the team this year. So. Matty, real quick, uh, they've talked, to, they've preached a lot about versatility with this team, and you're a versatile guy. You can play either corner, you can play center field, you can play third base. When do you think that became cool in Major League Baseball? Where in the past, way back when, people looked at them as, you know, guys who didn't necessarily have a home, and now more and more teams are trying to build rosters with that versatility. How important do you think that is, and when do you think it became more cool? Yeah, well, I think it's super important with today's game with analytics and all these matchups that people like to do. You kind of just need to be able to get your name in a lineup. And the more positions you play, the better you are playing them, the more opportunities you can have in a lineup. So it's a win-win for both you and for the player and the manager. Um, and, you know, as far as, like, when it got cool, I mean, Ever since I got into the minor leagues, that they kind of the Phillies have preached versatility, and I know the Tigers have preached versatility too. So it's kind of feel like it's always been a thing, but um, I really think it's ramped up over the past couple of years. And uh, seeing certain guys around the league maybe being able to do both uh, and doing them well, I think it, it kind of helps the team overall. So. All right. Uh, before I let you go, Matt Verley, new Tiger, joining us. Uh, we're behind Tropicana Field in St. Petersburg at Ferg's, getting set for the opening day celebration. Uh, Matt, would you say on the eve of the first official at-bat start with the Tigers game, would are you nervous, uh, anxious, pumped up? What would be the word to describe what you're feeling right now? Yeah, I would just say I'm excited. Excited for a new season, new opportunity. Um, 
I'm sure there will be some butterflies. I mean, that kind of comes with opening day and getting the new season started. So kind of enjoy those. You, you don't usually get those unless it, and the moments are pretty big. So, um, yeah, just excited. Really excited to get started. Yeah, it should be exciting tomorrow with the three home run game and your first start with the Tigers. So uh, that should be a, that should be a heck of a Thursday right behind us here at Tropicana Field. Hey, Matt, against the best lefty in sports. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I reach for the stars, Matty Shepard. He's reaching for the stars. He's Matt Veerling. Uh, thank you, buddy. I appreciate your time on the huge show across Michigan. Awesome. Thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, Matt Veerling, and, and thanks to the Tigers. Media Relations Department, while while we're here uh, in the beautiful 90-degree weather uh, at Ferg's right behind Tropicana Field, and Matt Shepard, Valley Sports Detroit TV voice and a big partner on the Michigan Sports Network and also the Florida Sports Network guys are here. Marty Boer, he's like watching his kids play in the <laughs> major leagues for the first time. Marty sees Florida Sports Network. Hasn't one of us to our room yet. That's no, a good he's sign. close. He's had a few shaking his head. like, what's Bill going to ask, Matt? He's going to ask something stupid. What's he going to do? I, I did find it interesting. In our conversation earlier this week on the Huge Show, you told me you thought Eduardo Rodriguez would be that bounce-back guy. And yeah. to hear Veerling say the one arm that has impressed him because it really wasn't baseball. It was more personal what yeah. Rodriguez went through last year and really did nothing to earn uh, year one in that big deal. But, boy, if you can get year one to be the bounce-back guy, that can set up a season better than most expect. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, here's a guy who, you know, there's there's a lot of reasons he could have not come back at all, and yet he did. Uh, and I thought that was important, but he felt like he had to get certain parts of his life straightened out, and we, I think you being a, a husband and a father, we, we can all appreciate that, you know. So, But the, for him to get the ball uh, is a big deal for him. Uh, on opening day against Shane McClanahan. So what you're going to see is you're going to see Eduardo Rodriguez start the opener. A.J. Hinch said then Spencer Turnbull starts game two. Then it'll be Joey Wentz, game three. Really? Yeah. In game one against Houston, it'll be Matthew Boyd and then Matt Manning in game two. Was he was he adjusting, moving Wentz up to get those two arms against the Astros? He has a reason for all of that, Bill. So, yeah, I mean, there's 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 a reason he has certain guys pitching in certain spots. And and which is weird because most managers will just stick with their rotation right. and rotate it and won't adjust. And I, I was talking with someone on the plane earlier this morning about Major League Baseball. And the wear and tear in these arms and the injuries we're seeing across the board, do you envision, and, and sometimes you get that fifth and sixth starter when it's spring and you get rainouts and you get bad weather and you yeah. get a lot of games crunched back-to-back, do you envision deeper rotations in the near future in Major League Baseball? Um, probably, but I, I guess my question would be, how come those were never a problem when Mickey Lolich pitched. Did he pitch both ends? Of, who pitched both ends of the doubleheader? Was that Gibson or was that Lolich? I don't think it was Lolich, but I, you know, I, I just know this this guy traditionally well over three hundred innings. And Lolich, yeah, Lolich, it's it's just amazing. And Bob Gibson was the same. These guys would pitch like in the extra innings into the twelfth inning, right? Right. So I, I'd like to know why it's what has changed. I guess I, I think uh, worried about the big money you've invested in an arm, and then you're worried the arm's gonna. You want to prolong the arm towards the playoffs, right? You're trying. To, it's almost what the NBA's doing with guys taking rest games, right? Yeah, which they're getting a lot of pushback on that now. Yes, I mean, 100%. There's, there's more and more Look people. At the ratings are ratings are horrible are they well we, uh, 
Caitlin Clark in Iowa, Louisville, Sunday, uh, I think Elite Eight, mm-hmm. women's basketball, had a higher rating than any NBA game this season. Come on. Truth. Look it up. I'm wow. not lying to you. That's nuts. Caitlin I, Clark is fun to watch, though. I, 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 I didn't know that, but I, I do find it interesting that um, we have, I, I think you're right about that, but I, I think we've become so protective of, of certain guys with that, um, pitchers specifically. Uh, but it's funny because they carry more pitchers now than they ever did. And you still have guys, you know, I always use Lolich, and I know people kind of roll their eyes and, and look at me and go, you know what, I mean, you know, stop being old guy. Last year, I think the, the leader, Sandy Alcantara, was a little bit more than 200 innings, okay? Mickey Lolich, in his second year at age 23, threw 232 innings. And then it was 243, 203, 204, 220. He threw 376 innings in 1971, Billy. 376? 376. How many starts was that? And then 45. The next year. So that, hold on, that is all. That, that is almost throwing the complete yeah. games yeah. almost every time out. Just about. And then the next year he's throwing 327. So what, and, where and did 308. Why did it change? I don't know. Because everybody follows everybody else and how they work a game. Yeah, I think it's cyclical like that in sports in general, right? Um, you know, suddenly the West Coast offense becomes chic. You know, in, in, in the NFL, for example, the you know the triangle offense in, in basketball, yes. the people tried to run constantly. But I think with baseball, you looked at it, and you, first of all, you expanded the rosters. You have more pitchers. Um, but I also think you have more specialization in baseball than you ever did before. So it might have been Mickey Lolich starting, then here comes John Hiller. Well, now you can go Eduardo Rodriguez, bridge that with Tyler Alexander, who might even bridge that with Jose Cisnero before you get to Alex Lang. I'm just using those as examples. With the new baseball rules, is this going to change baseball strategy? When it comes to uh, inserting pitchers, how quick things are moving now, or at least they're trying to move. No, I, I, I don't think so. I think the shift would probably have more strategy alteration than anything else. I don't think the, the time, the pitch clock will do that. But I do think the, the fact that you only get, you know, two chances to step off the mound will change strategy because guys are going to be running more and that's what they want you know the tigers for example had just 47 stolen bases last year that's that's ridiculous right the, the leader was the three guys had nine stolen bases last year that's crazy no one even reached double digits you remember ron lafleur and you know willie mcgee and ricky willie Wilson Anderson. and ricky obviously ricky Henderson. man yeah so that, that's that's I think that's what will change. One thing I watched, and and A Rod commented on it, and so David Ortiz in the mm. Fox Post game. Yeah, well, I watched a lot because the games were late night with Japan sure. or early morning. Sure, and the way they play baseball, A Rod said it. It was like '90s Major League Baseball, where it was speed, it was bunning, it was players moving, uh, yeah. going with the pitch. You liked it, though, right? Yeah, and I, I yeah. thought, I, I, I think there is almost a, a pure side to the game of baseball that I watched with the Japanese national team. Yeah, I, I think, I, I don't think it was just the, the Japanese. I think a lot of teams kind of played that way, but yeah, I mean, I think there's, I, I think the way that was played in the World Baseball Classic was beautiful. I mean, I, I just love the, the the style of play and the passion of the fans. Oh, it was yeah. It, Venezuela, it, it, Puerto Rico, Dominican Republic, uh, Japan. Uh, go down the list, and then, yeah. and in the end, the U.S. Uh, they got their wake up call, 
and and they showed that fire and passion at the end, yeah. the last couple of games. Yeah, I you know I still think the United States is the best team in the world. They just didn't have their best pitchers. But yeah, to your point, I, I love I loved I just loved everything. Who is about the it. best baseball player in the world right now? Otani. I would think so. Yeah, you talk about two ways. Yeah, I, I, that guy is. I can't stop watching him pitch or hit the baseball. Yeah, I agree. I mean, look, I, I love watching. I love watching Mookie Betts. I love watching Mike Trout. Um, you know, Wander Franco. You're going to see. He's a young guy. I'm not saying he's the best player in the world by any stretch, but he's extremely gifted. You know, love Trey Turner. There's. I think baseball is as healthy right now as perhaps it has ever been because of the amount of talent in the sport. The, the, the talent dripping in Major League Baseball is incredible right now. You heard Matt Vierling from the Tigers, you know, 10 minutes ago tell us that Riley Green yeah. really impressed him. You know, a guy he had seen, you know, through minor leagues and fall ball and everything mm-hmm. that, you know, is Green a perennial all-star? Uh, who, who's in the next all-star category for the Tigers, whether it's this year, next year, you know, the next five seasons. Yeah, I, I think Riley Green is, is absolutely in that conversation. Um, I'm a firm believer in Spencer Torkelson, not just because he was a 1-1, but you and I have talked about it on your show in the past about how people kind of have forgotten what he had to overcome and missing as much baseball as he did because of the pandemic uh, and because he was at the alternate site um, in the shortened season. I just think those two guys, I think it's a really good sign that the Tigers have those two guys in their lineup on a pretty regular basis. I think some of their young players, Parker Meadows, Colt Keith, Isaac Pacheco, those guys are coming mm-hmm. and and there's there's some some depth there too. There's a lot of people writing that you know they just don't have a good farm system. I think they're missing out on some guys, but I respect people's opinions because you got to show me, right? And I think Tigers fans are probably in that same boat. Show me. And I think you're going to see a lot of those guys and they're really athletic and they're just good baseball players. Case in point, I was talking to Scott Harris earlier during the batting practice session and He's like, we got so many guys who just, he paused for me and he goes, they're just baseball players, man. I mean, and that sounds like, like you and I would, could be talking and it sounds so cliche, but it's so damn true. You know, guys who can't get enough. They're supposed to be here. Our bus left our hotel at 11 o'clock. Riley Green, Spencer Torkelson, Ryan Kreidler, a bunch of those guys, they, they were here earlier than that. They were, and, and the workout was at one thirty. So they're getting here. They're working out. They're working out before the workout because they can't get enough of it. We can't get enough of the Tigers. Game one tomorrow right Hope behind so. uh, right behind the parking lot here at Ferg's uh, Sports Bar Restaurant. Uh, the game day place if you're in St. Pete or you know people from Michigan who are spring breaking or living down here or just visiting, tell them about Ferg's. I'll be here tomorrow pregame, after the game. They got bands. It's a phenomenal uh, bar here, right? And you're going to be at opening day too at Comerica, right? Just like yes, yeah, so we're going to be at uh, beautiful Tinneruff. Uh, we'll be there uh, with our friends from Bush Light. That will be coming up uh, a week from tomorrow. Okay, and so we'll be there. We'll be hanging out. We'll talk Good. to you then. We'll yep. look at the Tigers one weekend. Red Sox will be the home opener. How are tickets going for the home opener? Have you heard anything for the Tigers? I think they're pretty tough to get. I think they are. Uh, I think they're pretty. I think they're sold out. So um, pretty excited about about that. And of course, our partnership with the uh, Eagle Sports 
sports and casino and all that stuff. It's all well, the life is good right here. now. Life I, is really good right you now. You know what? Uh, Soaring Eagle is why we're here. Winners entered the contest. We had over five thousand uh, entries, and Jim Higgins is down here. So, and I know now uh, with what you're doing uh, with Soaring Eagle, uh, tell me a little bit about the connection you have uh, with those people in Mount yeah, Pleasant. I, you know what I like most about those people? Uh, they're Michiganders, and I think that's the most important thing. You know, you bleed the state of Michigan. You know, we can all say whether we're a, a regional sports center. Eastern, Western, or Michigan, or Michigan State. Here's the bottom line. We're all Michiganders. I was just talking with Rob Metzler, who's uh, in Scott off Harris's front office, and I said to him, you know, he's, he's down here. He's been down here in St. Pete for a long time. And I said, hey, when are you moving to Michigan? He said, soon. I said, you're going to like it because the people are fantastic. There's just good people there. That's what Soaring Eagle Casino and Sports and Soaring Eagle Casino Resort are. They're just good people, right? And they belong on this network because we're about the state of Michigan, first and foremost. It doesn't mean we can't be objective, but first and foremost, that's the partnership. It's local, and it's all about caring about our state and the people who live there. Yes, I've been uh, endorsing Soren Eagle Casino and Resort, I think, for over... Yeah, I love it there. 12 years, uh, maybe close to 13 years, and Raul and Cece and Tanya yeah. and Tim McCullough. Where are they? Uh, Tim McCullough, they're going to uh, join us coming up. Uh, Tim's here? Yeah, so Tim McCullough. Well, I figured Tim was here. That's the sales. I'm talking about the big weeks. Where yeah, are they? Where's I Raul? I mean, uh, come on, man. Might be coming down on the uh, Michigan Sports Network uh, private jet, the uh, Marty Boer pilot. You guys ready? I, I would not. Hey, Marty, put down the Mick Ultra if you're going to fly the Gulf Stream 6. Okay? I would not want him as my pilot, no Could offense. you imagine just getting on the... And Shep now, we're uh, we're going inside the Tigers on Valley Sports Detroit, and Shep's flying private to the game. And he goes, Marty Bo is the pilot? Are you kidding me? Marty's like, what's this button? What is... Is there a, is there a push button like on my Denali? Eject? What do, what do you mean Eject. Okay, so how does it go up? How do the wings work like a bird? The wind, the wind gets underneath the wings. Oh, it's uh, airplane, airplane four all over. You know, again. it is phenomenal that it's almost ninety degrees. It's on the eve of opening day. I know you're excited about the broadcast tomorrow on Bally Sports Detroit. We're less than a block from Tropicana Field here at Ferg's, uh, getting ready for a huge opening day celebration. We got Miller and Moulton from the Florida Sports Network. They'll join me. We'll talk more Major League Baseball, Final Four, State of Florida's basketball crazy with Florida Atlantic and Miami. And they have dude, a Frozen Four. They yeah, and Frozen Michigan. Four here. Yeah. He, Michigan is going to. Moulton had a good idea Olympia. when we started the broadcast that, like, you have Omaha as the destination for College Baseball right. World Series. That Tampa should be the Frozen Four destination because you get no way, you, 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 no way, no way. Why not? You want it in Boston? No, I didn't say that, but I don't want it in Tampa every year. Why not? Because I want it in a Midwest city. That's why. I, I, like I want idea. I want where people embrace love and are passionate about college hockey. And I don't think that look they what they do with Tampa Bay. They've done a pretty good job making this that's, a hockey. That's town. the NHL. I'm talking about college. It's hockey. Blash. It's Cooper. They got a Michigan hat right there. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Nice. I like yeah. that. It's awesome. He looks like a baseball player. Yeah, he does. Doesn't he? he looks like a baseball player. That's yeah, he right. does. Yeah. He looks like a baseball player. Is he a collector? Because we all got nervous right now. We're all looking at him. Who, who well, is I, he? I've got nothing to collect. No, so, I know. I mean, I I'm fine. I'm, by I'm, I'm, no, I'm, no talking, I'm talking about cable bills or Netflix bills. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay right. I want to make sure Shep, that came out the wrong way. <laughs> yeah. That's already that's already paid on. We don't want to Bernie Kosar you right now on the Michigan Sports. 
Sports Network. <laughs> Hiccup. All right. We love you, Chef. All right, pal. Have a great I'll call see you tomorrow. tomorrow, huh? Yeah, we'll be there. That'll be great. You'll yeah, be yeah, up in man. the press yeah, box. Congrats on all yeah. your success, Yeah, thanks, man. brother. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, he is truly one of the great guys on and off the air. Matt Shepard uh, joining us here at Ferg's in the parking lot just behind Tropicana Field in St. Petersburg, Florida. Now, Dan Hasty, the voice of the Tigers High affiliate, the West Michigan Whitecaps, is filling in tomorrow on opening day. I'll be with our winners, Jim Higgins and the crew, and our friends from Soarin' Eagle over at Tropicana Field. And then Friday, um, back live here uh, in the parking lot at Ferg's uh, in the Tampa Bay area. I'm telling you, if you know anybody who's down here and you want an unbelievable party tomorrow with the Tigers, the Rays, Tropicana Field right behind at Ferg's, like I said, around 10, 11 in the morning, all, all night long. Uh, great food. Uh, Mick Ultra, Bud Light, Bush Light. It's all there. And Shep will join me a week from tomorrow at Tin Roof with our annual opening day in Detroit. Uh, broadcast from 10 a.m. until noon on some of these huge radio network stations. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer back in Grand Rapids. What's the temperature right now in Grand Rapids, Superfly? Uh, probably about 30, 35. 30? 30, 30, 35. I think it's 90 here. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sweating. It's, it's unbelievable. It's phenomenal. All right, Miller and Moulton will join us from the Florida Sports Network, Florida's morning show. And I will talk more about the Final Four, more on the Tigers and the Rays as our road show presented by the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan, continues from St. Petersburg, Florida. You're listening to a Soaring Eagle Huge Tigers opening weekend road show broadcast from Ferg's in Tampa, Florida. At Mercantile Bank, we understand that different businesses have different needs. That's why our team of business specialists take the time to understand your business, your goals, and your objectives. We provide tailored solutions and innovative products, all delivered locally. So when you're ready to work with a partner who understands your unique business needs, call us. We're here and ready to put the wheels in motion. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business, and let's make dreams a reality. Member FDIC. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. We played for the thrill. That rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Huge here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach and his team from Bean Carter. Now, they've made that move to partner with Dorn Mayhew, an Eastside firm, and now they're stronger than ever before. Big businesses, small businesses, taxes, any business need you have, you can turn to Tom Rosenbach and his team. Just go to beangarter.com. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. Tom and his team also put up the $1,000 in cash in our Bracket Buster Challenge contest at thehugeshow.net. So if you entered the contest, uh, you can follow your picks all the way through the championship game 
uh, each and every day at thehugeshow.net. Just log in. You'll see it. It's simple and easy. And follow your picks if you took a shot at winning that $1,000 in the Bean Carter Bracket Buster Challenge. Follow your picks through the championship game at thehugeshow.net. That's thehugeshow.net. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Huge show is back live across Michigan, a Wednesday opening weekend road show presented by the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan, and the Michigan Sports Network, and also the Florida Sports Network, where Miller and Moulton heard weekday mornings across this great state. Uh, Florida's morning sports show. Uh, they'll join me in a second. We're at Ferg's, uh, right behind Tropicana Field, where the Tigers and the Rays uh, open up the 2023 Major League Baseball regular season tomorrow. So if you are in the St. Pete area, Tampa St. Pete, along uh, the Gulf, and you're looking for a place to have a pregame party, uh, hang out during the game if you don't have tickets, and afterwards with live music, great food, and more. Uh, as Moulton told me, uh, the premier sports bar in the Tampa St. Pete area here at Ferg's. It, just uh, the whole. I don't, I don't know how many people it holds. Is it hundreds? Yeah, hundreds. Hundreds. Of, Half the bars outdoors. Oh, all Lord. right. This, in St. Pete, anyway. This is the best sports bar in St. Pete. That's without awesome. question. Yeah, uh, Miller Moulton, the voices you're hearing, uh, rejoining us here as we're just hanging out. Like I said, close to 90 degrees. Great day. Feels like baseball. And I have to say, uh, we've had a couple of listeners roll in who must listen online and live down here. And you, you know, you talked about. Moulton, the transplants, and the now where fans can go follow uh, all their uh, teams, their shows, uh, you know, Miller and uh, Moulton, you can go wherever uh, with the iHeart app, with uh, FloridaSportsNetwork.com, MichiganSportsNetwork.com, so it's pretty cool. Thanks uh, to the longtime listeners who showed up here in St. Petersburg, Florida. Yeah, that I-75 thing's just down the road. It comes straight down from Michigan, man. This this coast has always been... Florida's weird. The, the west coast of Florida is very much a Midwest area. Yes. And the east coast of Florida is a northeast area from a transplant standpoint. And, you know, where I am, there's a few more Boston people because the Red Sox are there and they've transplanted. But it is... You see, you know, you see Tiger stuff. You see Wolverine stuff. You see Red Wing stuff on cars all the time. You see Packers stuff. It's it's where we think we're lucky doing a show is that we get to do a little bit more of a national show because everybody's rooting for everybody in Florida. Florida is about six or seven states all in one. In southwest Florida, where Mark lives, where I used to live, the second biggest Ohio State booster club is in Naples, Florida. Really? The biggest is in Columbus. The second biggest is in Naples, Florida. And let me just tell the audience something. They are every bit as annoying in Naples, Florida, as they are in Columbus, Ohio. Okay? So what, what is the most 
most popular team in the state of Florida? Because you guys cover the state of Florida with the Florida Sports Network. College Gators, pro Dolphins, because they were in the state first. They had a big head start. Would you agree with that? 100%. All right, so uh, speaking of the Gators, Anthony Richardson, his stock skyrocketed after the combine. Uh, There's talk that the Lions, by signing Nate Sudfeld as a backup, that they're going to draft a quarterback, something that Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell said at the owners' meetings. So the question is, they're sitting at 6-18 with those two second-rounders. where where is the value you think in the draft for Anthony Richardson? Do you trade up to get him? You... <laughs> Are you serious? No, I'm just asking you. No, I, I, I look at I, 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 I like I said, I grew up in the state of Michigan. Some are saying, over, who said overall number one pick was uh, the ESPN, the former Tannenbaum? Didn't he say that? Yeah, just a couple of days ago, I, said yeah. he Richardson would be the overall number one pick. We I wouldn't touch him. I wouldn't touch him the in record. the first round. We wouldn't I wouldn't touch, touch him. him in the second round. I may touch him in the third round. I will say he's like you know in the business that we're in, radio and television. Certain people get jobs because it takes an eight minute tape, and just about anybody can put together a great eight minutes. All right, but that doesn't mean they're good enough to carry that job. All right, we think that's Anthony Richardson. If you take Anthony Richardson highlights from the Utah game, from the LSU game, all right, the two-point conversion against, I forget who it was against, I think it was Utah, oh, my goodness, you would draft him first overall. Uh, his best tape is the best in the draft. Now take Anthony Richardson in eight other starts, and he only started 13 games, by the way. All right, that that tape, you go, ah, I might take him in the third round. So we would stay away from him. The word is he's going top 10, doesn't fall past the Raiders at 7. We would not take him at 6 with the Lions. I, would, I wouldn't take him in the first round. I think this is a colossal mistake if somebody takes Richardson in the first round. I think he will be a bust. I, I think you can scream out the, look, it. you guys know the facts. Every other quarterback that's drafted in the first round turns out to be a bust. You got a 50% hit rate with these first round picks. We can go through the years. We can spend the rest of the time with you going through it. You know it. David knows it. We all know it. The fact of the matter is you got a one and two, you got a 50 50 chance. I think this guy's on the wrong side of the chances. Interesting. You guys are in Florida and you live up near Gainesville, Jacksonville area. You uh, understand what the Lions need being a former Michigander and you're on the. Florida Sports Network, Miller and Moulton joining us. Yeah, I, I watched him. I uh, was at UCF, or I, I forget what game I watched, and I said, okay, he's athletic, but I, I didn't see a guy that's going to come in within two years and start winning NFL games. But if you watch the Utah tape, the LSU tape, and the Tennessee tape, Tennessee tape's very impressive. He had to play that game mostly from the pocket, and he played the half that game from behind. I was at that game. He was That was a first-round quarterback. The other half of the year, the two times he's played Georgia. Whew. So why why has he disappeared then in games with Florida? I don't think he's an accurate thrower. At the end of the day, at some point, even in the NFL with running, you know, Jalen Hurts can still throw the ball. He's still an accurate passer. I still think Lamar Jackson can be an accurate passer. If I'm Detroit, I would rather trade for Lamar Jackson than ever think about drafting Richardson. 
and we know they're not going to do that, but that's his point. So where, where's Lamar Jackson? Does he end up signing a two, three-year deal for $140, 150000000 million and stay with the Ravens? Because I'm trying to figure out who are the takers. Who, who You know, you need a second bidder to always get the best deal well, we and then think, a negotiation. We think the Colts are in a very bad spot. Carolina outflanked them, and Houston's not going to trade the second pick. So if you're Indianapolis, you play GM. What do you do? You're going to draft the third-best quarterback in this draft, Will Levis or Anthony Richardson? Or are you going to say, you know what? My job might be on the line here. We need to win. Maybe I give up two first-round picks and try to get him to agree to a three- or four-year fully guaranteed deal and not a five-year fully guaranteed deal. Like, if they offered him four for 190, 47 and a half a year. Taking the heartbeat. Okay. We think he would say yes. We know he wants five, but if you offered him four, he's 26 years old this year. If you're the Colts, you get him at 26, 27, 28, 29. That's prime. So that's what we would probably do if we're Indianapolis. You are surrendering the fourth overall pick of the draft. It's another reason why we think Baltimore would gladly let him walk. Yeah, it's interesting. And then you had, you know, Houston has that 10th pick. Jeff Risden, one of our Lions insiders, was in studio earlier this week. Uh, but, uh, you know, Lamar Jackson, it's interesting that, you know, whether it's Arthur Blank or anybody who's talking about, well, he's not our type. Or, and I really think the way he handled it without an agent was a colossal mistake because what happens is the instead of an agent able to talk to Adam Schefter privately or talk to Palacero or Ian Rappaport, it, it's been Lamar versus an NFL owner and front office. And not just that. You hear things from the NFL front office as a quarterback. When they're negotiating with you, they have to tell you your flaws. They have to tell you the things they don't like about you. You know, the agent doesn't always tell the player, well, they're worried about your injuries. And he's missing. I think guys need agents before they're going to get married. (laughs) I certainly need it for the first one. I think you need an agent before you get married. Well, put it this way. If you don't get it for the first one, you definitely need it for the second. Thank you. I I tell you, hot lava takes right here. (laughs) I I mean, that's what we get with Miller and Moulton from the Florida Sports Network joining us here in St. Petersburg, Florida, outside of Ferg's. They'll be here on opening day uh, broadcasting across uh, Florida. Talented duo. A wonderful time with you guys, man. I look forward to having a beer later with you, okay? Absolutely. Get back uh, to work. Yeah. We're a couple Irish Catholics. We don't drink. Yeah, okay. Well, Marty Marty Board just changed the entire rule category for live broadcast because the Mick Ultra is flowing everywhere. I love it. Thank you, Miller. Thank you, Moulton. Thank you. Uh, and you can listen uh, Florida Sports Network. Search that on YouTube, floridasportsnetwork.com, Miller and Moulton. Dan Hasty. Uh, voice of the Tigers High affiliate, the West Michigan Whitecaps, will get his thoughts on the Tigers season coming up here in about 20 minutes. Dan will be filling in tomorrow on the huge show across Michigan. I'll be at opening day with Jim Higgins and other winners, courtesy of the Michigan Sports Network and the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort. We're walking uh, literally like 200 yards out of Tropicana Field, 90 to, close to 90 degrees uh, right now here in St. Pete, Florida. It's a beautiful thing at Ferg's. I love seeing people from Michigan already showing up. Thank you. Uh, tonight, tomorrow, I'll be here before the game. I'll be here after the game. Anybody connected to Michigan who's down here spring breaking, uh, visiting, living down here, transplant, uh, 
come hang out at Ferg's. Great food. And Mick, Ultra Bud Light, Bush Light uh, will be flowing. We do have our Bud Light huge question of the day. What's your over-under on Tigers' wins for the season? You can answer that question on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Mercantile Bank with locations all across Michigan. They're a local bank you can depend on and trust. And that's more important than ever before. Thank you uh, to our new partnership with Mercantile Bank. We'll have more from Florida after this Michigan Sports Network T.O. You're listening to a soaring Eagle Huge Tigers opening weekend roadshow broadcast from Ferg's in Tampa, Florida. Breaking Benjamin. Live in concert in Grand Rapids. With special guests, Bush. And Another Day Dawns. See them live at Van Andel Arena, May 16th. Get tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. For more, visit BreakingBenjamin.com. Get tickets now. Get ready to swing for a good cause at Van Andel Institute Purple Community's 11th Annual Be Brave Golf Outing on May 6th at Thornapple Point in GR. With a shotgun start at 8.30 a.m., this is the event for all golf enthusiasts. Participate in an individual or foursome admission, all while having food and beverages provided. The best part is that 100% of the proceeds will benefit breast cancer research at Van Andel Institute. Register now at VAI.org. That's VAI.org. Bigger than any box score, local sports are a victory for the entire community. Building up leaders, breaking down barriers, connecting generations, teaching integrity, blazing a trail, sparking our economy. That's why Meyer sponsors hundreds of local sports teams throughout the Midwest. From Little League to the Big Leagues, uniforms to stadiums, Meyer knows when we support the home team, we all win. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan. For the one close to you and to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Get nothing but nets and win up to $15,000 cash. It's the $100,000 Hoop to Win. Every Saturday in March, 6 to 11 p.m. Shoot to win each week. And on March 25th, players compete for up to $15,000. The $100,000 Hoop to Win giveaway. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. (laughs) 
We are back live across Michigan. A road show is in St. Petersburg, Florida, thanks to the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan, and also Marty Boer in the Michigan Sports Network and the Florida Sports Network and Miller and Moulton, two good guys, the morning show, Florida's morning show on the Florida Sports Network. And I went out and talked to some listeners from Michigan. Uh, some are here on vacation, others are transplants, and they listen uh, to the Huge Show on the iHeart app, where you can just search uh, the Huge Show, and also at the Huge Show.net, the free stream uh, weekdays at three. So that's pretty cool. I took some selfies, and I'll share them on the Huge Social Networks coming up here in a few moments. I do want to check in on what's on tap at all the brands, Steakhouse and Grills. Uh, you're home for the $6.99 Steakhouse Burger, Basket, and Fries, Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. until 3 p.m. at all brands' locations. You'll find the brands in Bay City. For those of you listening on 100.9 FM, the brands in Caledonia, just south of Grand Rapids, brands in Holland off of US 31 and James, Johnny Brands in Granville, Johnny Brands on Leonard off of 131 in downtown GR, and Mike Brands Sr. has the brands in Cascade. Again, that $6.99 burger basket, steakhouse, burger basket and fries, Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. until 3 p.m. It's good at all brands' locations except for Tommy Brands on South Division. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Temperature in the low 30s. In downtown Grand Rapids at our flagship station, 96.1 The Game. I'm outside of Ferg's here, just behind Tropicana Field in St. Petersburg, Florida, where the Tigers open up their season tomorrow against the Rays. If you're going to be going to the game, make sure you stop by Ferg's before, during, or after, just behind Tropicana Field. If you want to join in on the conversation on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. On the Mercantile Bank listener line with locations all across the HUGE radio network. 